Star Trek Day, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Star Trek Discovery Pod, a kind of smart, kind of funny podcast covering new and classic Trek. I am your Cali class captain for tonight, Mariah Gossett. And with me on the view screen, we have... Hello, I'm Rihanna. Hi, I'm Ashlyn. Thank you so much, Ashlyn and Rihanna, for joining me from the Dura Sisters podcast. I'm so excited to have y'all back to cover all things Star Trek Day and uh, to, you know, dig into this episode of Lower Decks. It's been a jam-packed day full of announcements, as well as an excellent drop from Lower Decks. Um, How did y'all celebrate Star Trek Day today? Well, we had the pleasure earlier on today of guest potting on Battlespace Nine podcast. Nice. So uh, we finished up recording that a few hours ago. So that was one of the ways we were also preparing for our Chakotay first officer episode coming up in our series this next week. And so I was watching Voyager some parts of the day and then, of course, tuning into the live events happening, uh, which was so wonderful to see. Yeah, I was watching, same as Rihanna, watching all things Trek today. The live events were especially fun, and I had it on secretly at work in the background. And there were several (laughs) points where I was, like, gasping, and I was like, okay, calm down. (laughs) Keep it You can't, especially during the Picard season three, like, teaser trailer, I was like, you can't cry right now. Go home and cry later. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. There was a lot of moments. um, So I had the incredible honor of being able to attend Star Trek Day to this year. Um, it was truly everything I wanted and more. Um, and it was really hard because at points there's like a camera pointed at your face and you're like, oh, they could cut away at you at any moment. And then <laughs> they put up a Nichelle Nichols tribute video and you're just like trying to not ugly cry in your seat <laughs> while surrounded by cosplayers. <laughs> yep. And yeah. Um, it was difficult, but I made, I made it happen. Also, um, we do have a, a guest in the background for a moment. Giraffe is here, everybody. <laughs> uh, giraffe was also at Star Trek Day, looking incredible. If you got to watch the live stream, you got to see that she had the wonderful honor of getting her um, Romulan makeup prosthetics put on by the professionals. And so we've been hanging out, uh, coming down from the experience that was Star Trek Day today. Um, I feel like, do you, I'm going to leave this to dealer's choice today. So do you guys want to talk about Star Trek Day first, or you want to talk about Lower Decks episode first? I think let's do Star Trek Day. Let's just get it out of our system. Get it out of the way. While we're still talking about it. Yeah, that's true. Amazing. Okay. And just as a reminder, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. We welcome you. We're so excited to have you. If you're watching with us live and you have a question for us during this uh, particular live stream, just use capital P, capital O, capital D, capital pod in the chat so that it kind of flags it for us and we can keep an eye out for that so we can answer any questions that pop up. And then also you can find all of the links to how to subscribe to the podcast, how to find the live stream, how to find our Patreon, all at StarTrekPod.co. And uh, yeah, we're really excited to have the lovely folks from the Dura Sisters podcast with us today. Where can people find you? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, all under the Dura Sisters podcast. We also have some cool merch on Threadless. Yeah, all social media platforms. We are the Dura Sisters podcast. Yeah, awesome. 
amazing. Okay, so let's dive into some of the announcements we got today at Star Trek Day. There was quite a lot of them. I don't know if this list is in order, but um, one of the big teasers we got to see today was for the final season of Picard, uh, where we got to see Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, in her uniformed Starfleet goodness. What an emotional experience. And that is coming to us February 16th, 2023. So not forever in the future, but it is uh, quite a few months away. We've got a couple other shows in between. But what did y'all think of the Picard teaser? tears i was like sweeping i have the pleasure of working from home so i was able to like make real reactions in real time and my partner was like what is going on i told her at the beginning of the day i was like today's star trek day so i'm gonna be a little crazy and weird with all the announcements um but yeah i was just oh sorry my cat (laughs) he's very chatty um i was just overwhelmed with like joy and just seeing everyone's we got more glimpses of everyone's faces and I was just so excited to get to see seven where she belongs that was amazing yes totally same I especially love that the teaser opened with uh Dr. Crusher reaching out Mm -hmm. to Picard saying John I need you because that is what I've been waiting for so that made me super happy I wish we got a little bit more of like Jordy um and wharf and everyone else but we kind of just got like glimpses of their faces but it's a teaser trailer there's more to come it'll be okay (laughs) yes i think um sir patrick stewart said it best on the panel is we are finally back in space and yes i think everyone is really excited about that and it looks like it's going to be an incredible adventure i'm really excited to see rafi in the underbelly criminal sphere Um, I also got to meet Michelle Hurd in person today, and she's just as lovely of a human. Uh, She complimented my curly hair. I wanted to die. Everything was wonderful. Um, Wow. And uh, yeah, she is so excited about the plot for Rafi this season, and I'm excited to go along uh, with her on that journey. She's definitely been one of my favorite characters they've introduced in Picard. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, Let's get into it. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited (laughs) to see what happens. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm I'm also like nervous too, you know, about like that there's of course gonna be another disaster happening, but I'm still just pumped. Yeah. yeah. I know that looked like a very important building collapsing into yeah. a planet um with the Federation logo on it. So I mm-hmm. think there's definitely um some really intense stuff happening in the next season of Picard. Definitely yeah. gave me some like Citadel and Game of Thrones collapsing, Ooh. like big season six problems. Yeah. So I'm excited. <laughs> yep. Yes. I think I saw someone in the pod, and I think this is where we should go next. The best announcement was Carol Kane, who is yes. joining the next season of Strange New World. Thanks, Chupi. I'm also so excited. So she's going to be in a reoccurring role. Her name, her character's name is Pelia or Pelia. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But the promo image for her looked incredible. Oh. Goddess, literally. (laughs) She's just glowing and the uniform looks so good. I'm so happy for this role. I'm really excited. I've I've seen her in like Kimmy Schmidt and stuff. I love her in like everything she does. I think she's a great comedic actress. So I'm excited to see, you know, how she sort of synthesizes the role with it being a dramatic and comedic, you know, type of thing. (laughs) I know. I think since Strange New Worlds gets to play with genre so much, having mm-hmm. someone with that level of just like comedy chops on set yes. is just going to be 
chef's kiss incredible. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, she's going to give it all she's got. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, We also got to see a really fun clip of Ortega's um, thinking she's finally going to get to go on an away mission and then has to use her incredible skills to pilot our enterprise still. But I'm excited that I think they've teased out well enough that um, we're going to get to learn more and see more from all of these cast and characters that we've learned to love from season one and you know unlike the trek of the 90s we don't get 22 episodes a season so we have to kind of wait and hold out until we get season two for some of these bigger backstories but i'm really excited that they know that we love ortega so much and they're going to give us a little bit more yes more tegas Mm -hmm. (laughs) what we're all begging for i'm so excited Yes. I I also liked, I think um, Tawny Newsom said something. I think that's the first time in canon history someone's told Spock to mind his business. <laughs> yes. Yes. <amazing>. Truly. <laughs> yeah. It was such a fun moment. That whole cast was so cool um, mm-hmm. and so lovely. Uh, and Celia's... Um, I get, we'll get there. I was like, I might have to end with like the Nichelle Nichols tribute because it was just like yeah. so emotional and beautiful. But um, we did also get a behind the scenes tour of the dis- disco sets with Wilson Cruz, which was so fun to have one of our space dads take us around essentially yes. work for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I really, uh, I know Julian from Strange New Pod loves Wilson Cruz and I really felt like that energy. It was like, whoa, he mm. looks so good right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that shirt was was giving us everything we all wanted and more. Absolutely, um, yeah. <laughs> and we also got to see, I know, to be a good point, yes, Mary. Mary was there, yes. which means Tilly is back. Um, yeah. So whether that is just a secret plot that they had her there for the day on set or, um, or she actually gets to be back in the season, which is what I am hoping for. Um, I was really, I was so excited to see her and Blue hanging out together in their little Margaritaville area. Um, That set just seems like such a joy to work on and everyone seems like such a loving, fun family. And then we got to see a pretty badass screen grab of Burnham driving what almost looks like a snowmobile, but it's a sandmobile. Yeah. I was it's giving me nemesis. like nemesis. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> She's going for an Android head somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's really going for it. And then the other really big exciting announcement um, was we finally are getting more. Um, uh, oh my gosh, where did it go? Prodigy. I was like, yes. Uh, I was just yes. I was like, lower decks. That's not it. That's, yeah. that's not the announcement. Okay. Yeah. Prodigy, October twenty seventh. Um, I'm really excited uh, to see new episodes of Prodigy. I think they're doing such a great job with that show. And it's so compelling for even, like I hate saying for even a kid's show, it's just good and compelling. And I can't wait to dive back into that world with them. Yeah, I've, I'm really excited. I haven't quite paced out like when the I know Lower Decks has what, like seven more episodes, so that's seven Mm -hmm. more weeks. And then Prodigy will be starting a little bit after that. Uh, and then we'll have Picard. So I'm glad that they're considering us and our Thursdays need to be full of Trek coming up. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm excited for a lot of animated Trek for the rest of the year. And then we'll get to jump back into our live action folks after the holidays. Um, 
yeah, I'm so, I'm so, so excited. We're finally getting some prodigy. Um, yes. I talked to a couple of the folks who work on the show and they've been dying to share when it was coming out. Cause they're like, everyone's oh. been asking and we're just so excited. It's back out in the world. And, um, I'm excited to see some Admiral Janeway versus hologram Janeway and how that's yes. going to play out. And hopefully some Chakotay information <laughs> will be dropped soon. <laughs> Please, something. I yeah. know. I, I feel like they like teased that he was involved in some way so long ago and we still have no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're really drawing this out. It's yeah. It's truly so funny because everyone has been asking when Prodigy was coming back and our little sister we were able to talk to her today and gave her the news. We're like, we finally have a date. And she's like, finally, I've been waiting. So we're all very excited here. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. And then finally, they uh, also gave us some um, fun previews of the Star Trek online game with some Mirrorverse um, Wesley Crusher, which is, I think, going to be really fun that for was folks epic. who are into that. The official podcast is coming back in February as well with Paul F. Tompkins and Tony Newsom. And then I'm super interested in this new con podcast that's also being released and um, seeing how they're sort of morphing that into an audio only world. I think that's going to be super interesting. Yeah. I have no expectations, but I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I uh, yeah, I was no like, idea. I I know like DC or um not DC excuse me the um the Wolverine podcast did like really really well and so I think a lot of other franchises are starting to kind of take notice of the opportunity to continue to expand a lot of these worlds for fans in a very different way so I'll be excited to see how that comes to fruition and get some more backstory on such an infamous character. Absolutely. Really we cool. just saw uh, Wrath of Khan for the 40th anniversary in theaters. So it's very timely. Yeah, very timely. Yeah. I know that's going to be great. And, um, you know, we also have uh, another Star Trek movie in the works. I didn't preview anything here, but I did actually see some Kelvinverse stuff in a lot of the montages. So I feel like they're starting to bring that little family back into our group here. And um, I'm really excited because I enjoy uh, the Kelvin verse and, and hopefully getting to dive into that world again soon. Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen both verified and unverified Twitter accounts saying that Jonathan Frakes should just direct at this point because who knows what's yeah. going on. So <laughs> he's a sta- he's stable. So yes. he's stable. Yeah. I feel like he's down. He he really yeah. knows knows the yeah. world. <laughs> yes, for sure. Excuse me. Okay. Um, sorry, y'all. I had COVID like a week and a half ago, so I'm still like, and then I was talking all day today. So the voice is struggling, but we are going to make it through. Um, the final thing I wanted to touch on was just the really beautiful. And I thought moving tribute to Nichelle Nichols, there was a really poignant moment of silence that was just like, I don't know. It was, it felt nice to be in a big group of people who were all like honoring her in that way. And like, it was, um, really emotional and I just really appreciated how much like time and effort they went into kind of honoring her and her legacy at this day and uh, and I just really appreciated it as a fan that's incredible yeah really I think it's great to take that time to all like be together for that tribute because we were all you know individually mourning her and there were so many like amazing tributes but just to have everybody together in one room it yeah must have been amazing yeah yeah, it was it was really, really wonderful and beautiful. And um, I'm so 
glad that Celia uh, Gooding is like doing that character such justice on Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. And I know that she is so connected to the character and to Nichelle and is just going to continue, I think, to, to um, honor that legacy and to help create the character that we know that mm-hmm. Ahura is. So I'm, I'm just really, I'm really glad that she's at the helm of that. Absolutely. Same. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think, was there anything else besides the amazing giraffe and her incredible costumes and ears yes. and fun? <laughs> the noise I made was like ungodly when I saw giraffe. <laughs> I was, I was so like, excited. Ah, like, I know her. I'm listening and hiding. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a really wonderful day. I got to. I, I feel so like blessed and and um, which I know is like kind of cheesy to say, but truly, it was just like so lovely to be surrounded by people who love Star Trek as much as you do, and, and like to be around people who help make it happen, and to be able to talk to like writers and voice directors and costume designers and just be like I see all of the work that you're doing and I know how many hands go into this and I just like really appreciate you building these worlds for us and it was it was really a a delight and I'm so thankful I I got invited and I had such a wonderful time I'm so happy that you got to be there and it was lovely. I think also on uh, Giraffes or Strange Pod's tweet, Twitter, I got to see that you're, you were there and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like I yes. like what a, what a joy. So cool. It was so fun. And, um, you know, the Lower Decks, I, I, it was so fun during the Lower Decks panel. We all started cheering Lower Decks and they're like, oh, we don't have to start it anymore. And we're like, yes, because we're here for you. And um I have been enjoying Lower Decks this season so far. Last week, because I was out sick, I didn't get to talk about the second episode, but I thought it was so fun just to give like my sort of hot freak on Ep 2. I loved the D&D references. I loved Boimler getting out of his comfort zone. Um, it was really a fun episode to watch. Uh, Mariner also, it was sort of like Mariner and Boimler reversed because Mariner had to follow all of the rules and Boimler had to break all of the rules. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, how have y'all been liking the season thus far now that we're three episodes in? I'm just overjoyed always by Lower Decks. I think it's it's such a bright spot in my day whenever I get to sit down and watch an episode. And they're always just so great in a way that is so different than what I expect. You know, I expect the episode to go a certain way and it always tricks me and surprises me in this whole fresh new way that I wouldn't expect. And so it's really fun to see how they're going to surprise me this week, how they're going to help these amazing characters grow. And I feel like each episode we get a little bit more of each character. And I just absolutely love that. Yeah. I same. I just continue to love lower decks. Um, I think what's so masterful about it too is that it is episodic. You know, you can just watch any episode out of order and yet we still get this amazing character depth from episode to episode and somehow it is connected, you know, because we're more and more is revealed about these people and I I just love them and it's such a great spot in my heart. Um, I just, it's one of those shows like I hope it never ends, you know, like I, I can comfort watch Lower Decks forever. <laughs> Yes. Truly, it yeah. is so good to go back and rewatch a lot of these episodes and see because the, the jokes are so layered. And so I just think it's like every time I rewatch, I'm like, oh, there's another thing. and Oh, there's another reference. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I think it's time we jump in and start talking about this third episode of Lower Decks. Uh, so let's grab some glowing rocks and try not to make our nightmares appear. Uh, mining the Mines Mines. <laughs> She's by... Bye. 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 Anybody, but I love you all. <laughs> Bye, Giraffe. Bye, drive safe. <laughs> Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> That's Giraffe is out. Um, but yes, yeah, so mining the mines, mines, that is a tongue twister, cannot say mm-hmm. that 10 times fast, was directed by uh, Phil Mark uh, Sagdraka, Sagadaraka. There it is. And written by Brian D. Bradley. And I think we all might know what time it might be. It might be a time for a... It is hot freaks time. So who wants to uh, jump in with their hot freak? Your quick spicy take of the episode. Okay, I've got one. I think it would have been a little more interesting if the orbs or the time whatever not the time the mines the glowing orb mine uh maybe just showed like their nightmares and their dreams instead of then adding in like the basketballs and the other thoughts and stuff it definitely helped them come together with the conclusion of the idea but i think character wise and like i'm a writer so i'm always thinking like how can the like plot also help the character move along Mm. i think it would have been interesting if we could have explored their like nightmares and their daydreams more yeah yeah okay okay for me i just love how secretly to me this was a tendy episode um hidden beneath everything and without her literally like nothing would have happened and i'm so happy i you know i i kind of love the bird therapist i can't remember his name (laughs) um yeah he's like (laughs) he's so frustrating but it was funny to see him on um, I think my only complaint is that there weren't enough references and we still got some very deep references in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I thought it was like a really fun way to um, push Tendi forward. We got to see her character really develop this episode, but then we also just had some like fun shenanigans. And I always like when they turn the expectation on its head, right? Like they assumed this other ship thinks of them as this like slacker ship but in reality it's because they take chances that they're like the cool ship in the in the cali (laughs) classes um so i really enjoyed that they got to kind of play with that idea of like your reputation and i think all of us always like overthink what other people are thinking of us and so i just like really uh related to all of the characters (laughs) as they thought about that um Let's check some hot breaks from the chat. We got Kian saying Rutherford has more willpower than Jordy. Imagine if Jordy was tempted by Leah Brahms. <laughs> yeah, I was that thinking that correct. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn very, straight. <laughs> very true. Um, Shoopy says hot break. I enjoyed it more than last week. Lots of great lines. They are more and more referencing their own show, like a koala sitting on a black Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up. I was literally thinking about how genius that was like two references from other episodes a packed yes. in in one yeah i um i saw recently i think within the last like day or two mike mcmahon posted like there's been more you know like pictures coming in from the telescopes and he someone had photoshopped a koala in there <laughs> <laughs> yes incredible 
but then it ended up being like the stars sort of made the shape of a koala like naturally in a different part and he's like oh we didn't even have to photoshop the koala in it's it already, already there, there. yeah <laughs> yep so funny um but yeah we have tendy starting her officer training with doc- uh the psychiatrist dr Miglum Neglimo, 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 who is such a funny, like, totally that professor you have who's like, ah, yes, I am doing everything correctly to help you along your journey. But in reality, I've done nothing. (laughs) I like when he's flipping through the book and it's all like Spock, uh, like Spock science officer yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, a yes. forward by Ambassador Spock. Oh, more Vulcan stuff, more Vulcan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it'll be more fun if we learn together. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's not a vote of confidence. Yeah, nope. I just think that's so funny too because it's pretty much just like a random Starfleet mix-up thing. Like they wouldn't normally put, you know, the therapist with it for a science officer. But I love that she's still able to sort of make it work. Like this is the great thing about Tendi is she's always going to find ways around the problem. And if she has someone who doesn't really, you know, who's not like top notch for her uh, mentor, she just still makes it work. And I love that this kind of leads the way to Ta'ana in this episode, getting to sort of show a softer side. And that's something I like did not expect to see in this episode. And that was really special, even though she's about to cut, cut off someone's leg, you know, that's how it goes. I know. I love those two sides of Dr. Tahana in that we, you know, expect her to be a little bit crazy, a little kooky, but is still really good at her job, even to the point of like sort of soft mentoring Tendi without having to do a ton of the work. And I think that she's like smart enough to know how to like push Tendi in the right direction and like sees a lot of the same qualities in herself. Because And I do see an interesting parallel between their characters because there's moments like when Tendi does finally have the like, shut up and listen to me moment. You know, you're like, oh, I can hear Dr. Tahana with like this in the back of of my head here. Um, Yeah. And then we have Rutherford, Mariner and Boimler all going down to the planet to help clean up this mining area where we get to see some really funny little insides to these characters, as you were saying, Um, how you know, it's like we, what am I trying to say here? I'll find it eventually. Anyway, we, we get to see a little glimpse and decide all of them. And it's like, of course, Rutherford's has something to do with like science stuff. And of course, like Boimler's has something to do with wanting to move up in rank. And then, of and then it's like, but then Mariner's is actually about her love life. What a yes. soft side to Mariner. Who would have thought? <laughs> yes. I think one of my favorite moments with that is like towards the middle end of the episode when finally it's showing also their nightmares and Mariner's is the big bear. That's kind of like Jennifer and saying like, I want to grow old together and like grow <laughs> orchids. And then Boimler sees this and he's like, Mariner, I think you need to go back to therapy. Yes. <laughs> like your, ni- your nightmare yeah. is commitment. <laughs> like <laughs> like you're, we're literally seeing right now <laughs> what's going on with you. Yeah. I thought that scene was brilliant. My little gay heart was so happy, like seeing the scene where Mariner is finally getting to talk more about Jennifer and their relationship or whatever they want to call it. And um, I just absolutely love Mariner in general. And then when I get to see her like 
actually, you know, seeing more of her love life, it's really fun to add that character depth, you know, and something completely, like you said, Mariah, like not at all what I expected. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't know, I'm picturing like a crazy adventure or like, um, you know, like a villain for you to sword fight in some way uh, yeah. for, for a mariner like fantasy um, or perhaps like it's, you know, I almost think of like, what would a Kirk fantasy be? And that's almost <laughs> what I would picture for a mariner fantasy yes. in some ways. Mm -hmm. Like, totally. <laughs> you got to punch someone in the face, but then there's like a space babe for you to sleep with at the end. Like, <laughs> I think this is the first time that we see Mariner truly embarrassed too. Like we, she's mm -hmm. actually like fully blushing and she's like, guys, yeah. uh, just stop it. And I, <laughs> this is so rare. Cause she's so like confident and not embarrassed by anything, but yet like Jennifer, Oh, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So funny when and I and I hope that we get to see like a glimpse of what their relationship is actually like because I imagine if it's still in that like early days like I don't want anyone to know about this yet oh my god I'm blushing like it could be some really fun shenanigans on the ship um totally. between her and Jennifer yes I want more of this like so much more of this content I'm ready for it yeah Chupi yeah. just said in the comments, stop looking at my heart rate. And because Rutherford, I think, is banning her. And yes. I just love that idea that you can be hanging out with your friends and they can just be like, ooh, you're getting her. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can see this. Um, but soon, because they've made it, of course, a competition and they are dunking these rocks into these bins because they don't want the other ship to beat them and tearing down this like research station um slowly it morphs into everybody's nightmares um so if you had to encounter a rock that put your star trek nightmares together what would your star trek nightmare look like <laughs> Ooh, um so many I different mean, nightmares to i think from. it would be like like a borg version of the enterprise finale like just like the two scariest things out there like <laughs> <laughs> Oh geez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good one. Maybe mm -hmm. like a species. What is it? Eight four, eight, four seventeen. Eight, four, oh, from seven, Voyager. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think just being like chased from them and I can't run away or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it would be an endless loop of having to watch Chakotay and Seven of Nine have a relationship. Oh. My oh. <laughs> wow, Ouch. that's a really good one. Oh. <laughs> that is pain. As much as I love those two characters individually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so glad they're separate not together entities. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> None of that. Yeah, yeah it, would, it would just like show up and be that one really awkward kiss scene over and over again, and you're just like, oh, no, no, please. And they like have a picnic together. Oh yeah. god, yeah, get away. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, it would be so bad. Um, and then slowly, these they realize that, you know, something is happening on the planet and that it can't actually just be these rocks. And the scientists in this particular species have sort of teamed up to try to get Federation data. Um, and of course, our lower decker team actually saves the day a bit in this episode, which is a rarity for them. But it was nice to see the win, um, you know, and it was truly a Tendi, I think, really came in for the save, but everyone sort of played a little bit of a, a part of it. Um, what was your favorite sort of nightmare or or fantasy sequence from our away team? 
I don't know. I well, I thought the basketball the was snake. really funny. Yeah, the yeah. Borg snake. Yeah. Oh, I was Borg gonna snake. say I yeah. love seeing Kukaklan in this series. Oh, my um, God. this is yeah. like a deep animated series reference from How Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth. I think <laughs> yeah, crazy, I think so. insane titles. Maybe that's my nightmare: is reading Star Trek titles. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I like screamed and I was watching this with my husband and he was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, that's Kuka Claw. And he was like, you need to calm down. <laughs> I yes, knew he was, was coming because I think I saw him like in the teaser trailer, but like it, wow, that was very exciting. So he was probably my favorite part of the nightmares. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love a good animated series reference. It really makes my heart sore. Um, no pun intended for Kuka Claw. <laughs> Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I really did like the Borg snake, but I think the Klingon clowns, that was, that was oh, really funny. Oh my I was gosh. like, I don't know what to like do with this. <laughs> the Klingon clowns were definitely, yeah, uh, quite the, the visual treat. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a purple thing with legs. Did you oh, know yeah. what that was? I wasn't I sure that know. was just a, a generic thing. Yeah. Maybe, it was yeah. scary. <laughs> it was definitely scary. Um, and then what else? Oh, and then we have sort of like our bridge crew are dealing with um, the situation on the ship where we sort of see Tendi in her prime um, trying to speak up for herself and speak up for science. And of course, she does end up winning in the end and speaking up for herself. Um, but we also get kind of a nice moment with Captain Freeman and um, the ca other Cali class captain. I can't remember. Mayor, Captain Mayor. Mm -hmm. um, and sort of like these two different opinions about how these negotiations should go. And that I think it was really funny to sort of, sort of like play on the fact that most captains have these like cabinets of curiosities in their offices. And it's like that millennial ideal of like, no minimalism. Like we're not going <laughs> to have does a bunch not of stuff. Spark joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he definitely read the Marie Kondo book before totally. getting on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, have you heard of this interesting 21st century novel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> An old classic, yeah. A classic. Does this spark joy? Um, but yeah, I, I always like when we get to see like our um, Cerritos crew sort of up against another um, ship and sort of, you know, just it's, it's more world building. And I like seeing the Cali classes sort of also continuing to build because I feel like that's definitely an area we haven't seen a lot of in other series. So mm -hmm. it's um, a nice part of our little lower decks world is seeing these sort of like junior ish ships and like the world that they live in. Yeah, I really loved that too with the other ensigns down on the planet. Like that was so fun to have that sort of miscommunication going on and then once they cleared up they're like no just like Cerritos is the coolest I was like this is just so wholesome I love that they went this direction and yeah it was really fun to see some different types of ships yeah the Cali class is becoming my favorite this I think the ship was yeah. the Carlsbad yeah so yes. I just like like living in California for a long time it's fun to like pick up those references um, I did think that the whole debate over the rock was starting to get a little frustrating. And I was like, yeah. okay, Freeman, like, seriously, this is like a diplomatic, it, like, this is important, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought, of course, they're poking fun at like Picard and like so many captains who are just like, 
oh yes we will solve this diplomatically um but i was i was definitely getting very annoyed so i was really thankful that tendy was able to bust her way in and it just worked out of course like like you were saying like it's kind of rare that the timing works out where the away mission or the away crew and tendy both come in at the same time with the same evidence um to help uh clear all this up and i also thought it was interesting that they talked about they literally said data mining which is such a like hot button issue issue. for now yeah 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 Yeah. so i love that they were able to weave that in because that's very star trek as well (laughs) we love a a reference to current events yes Um, totally I did like that we also get, I, I, I like when episodes end at the bar, you know, it's like kind Same. of the debrief. We see everybody mm-hmm. sort of in their little groups. We have our crew all back together partying with their counterparts from the other crew. Um, we get a joke that Boimler is just a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm people. <laughs> I'm people. I just love him. He's so cute. <laughs> I think people expected him to be like peanut hamper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. (laughs) Truly like peanut hamper. And we, of course, get to see that um, uh, Stevens, the guy who sort of led the crew down, even with his arms um, getting crumbled as a statue, you know, Dr. Tahana apparently was able to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. (laughs) Yes. He's tossing drinks at his face. Um, And we see Tendi have a moment with her not so great but great in his mind mentor uh, at the bar at the end as well. I love the shot that they, I mean, the the little shot that they did of Tendi saying like, thanks to my mentor. And it does focus on to Anna, you know, giving her that credit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it doubles down on it when Miglamo is like, yeah, it's me. I'm amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess you. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think too, I do love the ending in the, in the bar. I love the the feeling of community it brings and yeah, it's just so fun. It's very reminiscent of the pilot and they do that a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's so, so good. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we did get to see uh, a little preview for an upcoming episode at Star Trek day for lower decks where we get to see Boimler's uh, arch nemesis, AKA his clone coming back to save the day <laughs> yeah, that was wild <laughs> i was wondering i always think about the transporter clones like where are they what are they doing <laughs> i need to know we're finally so they did a check-in yeah finally gonna get an answer to that question um well yeah i think that was kind of all of my thoughts on this particular episode we didn't get a ton of like bigger character development moments nothing was super um emotional this episode you know i think we got some really nice moments with tendy um overall i think it's a it's a a good episode i wouldn't put it at the top of my list quite yet but um as as far as the season goes but it's definitely like a good one there's some great references there's some good jokes and it's nice to see our cerritos team kind of have their moment to shine a little bit for once which i enjoyed yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favorite references from the episode is when they're in the cave and are like going to the cave or whatever. And Mariner says, it's not a real day until uh, in Starfleet until comms get blocked. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that is the epitome. Like every single stranded episode starts with that. And I like how she keeps trying it in the cave. She's like, oh, <laughs> well, like, magically does it work, work now? now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think for me, something I'm intrigued by is how is the Stevens and um, Ransom relationship going to continue? Because we've seen like throughout Stevens is just like annoying him, you know, bringing him pads the entire time. Like he's <laughs> so obsessed with Ransom. Um, but it, I, I don't know. Like I feel like at some point Stevens is going to grow on him and they are going to become friends. Oh, so I just yeah. like to see him persisting in his, yeah. <laughs> in his goals. That would be really fun. I know I sometimes visually I have to, but Stevens and Phillips look so much alike, yes, but I have to be like, okay, no, yellow is Phillips. And yes. then we have Stevens and it's not the same voice. So that helps. But it's like mm -hmm. sometimes when they, before they start talking, I'm like, wait, is that Phillips? No, it's not Phillips, it's Stevens. <laughs> yeah. The first couple episodes, I was like, why is he, why is the engineer so obsessed with ransom? <laughs> like, kind of weird. What a weird pairing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do love too that like the thing that got Stevens going and to like start of the competition was that Mariner said that they insulted Ransom. I was like, that's yeah, the perfect way to be. Of like, course. Like, okay, fine, let's go. <laughs> so funny. Um, well, thanks y'all for joining. I really appreciate you being here. And um, oh, Kuhn does have this uh, fun. Uh, imagine if we had a Stevens fantasy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Probably would have involved that, Ransom. Yeah totally maybe Absolutely. we can get a cut scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would definitely make sense um well i thank you all so much for joining us for the live stream thank you to rihanna and ashlyn for being here this evening i so appreciate your time and um, being flexible with my crazy schedule today um and making sure that we could still talk about lower decks and star trek day um can you tell folks where they can find y'all on the internet yeah we are instagram twitter facebook uh we have a patreon that you can donate any amount per month we have been reviewing all of lower deck season one we just started reviewing season two and we've reviewed all of the animated series plus some trivia quiz stuff is on there lots of great content we also have a tiktok and a tumblr and merch on threadless so so many fun stuff you can explore the dura sisters podcast Yes. Exciting. Thank you again so much. You can find um, everything Star Trek Discovery Pod at StarTrekPod.co. We will be back next week talking more Trek, of course, with some more lower decks um, and anything else that might pop up between now and then. You never know with Star Trek. Uh, and I appreciate you all being here for special coverage for Star Trek Day. You can also find us at Patreon.com slash StarTrekPod to join us for just $2 an episode over on our Slack channel where you can hang out with us and there's lots of stuff going on in the chat all week long with watch along so it's a really fun community to join you can find me at maria gossett on all platforms thank you to karen who helps run our uh twitter and keeps our community going in the slack i appreciate you so much so shout out to you karen and i think that is it and we will see you next time y'all live long and prosper thanks Bye. thank you Bye.